Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Chemical Conversations podcast for the Argus Chloralkali Outlook Service, brought to you by Argus Media. I'm Lauren Williamson, VP for Commercial Product, and I'm joined by our leading industry experts, George Eisenhower in Houston and Bernard Law in Kuala Lumpur, as well as analyst Dinesh Kaliarasu from London. It's quite a global group we have on this podcast, so maybe let's go ahead and start off with a bit of global context on these complex markets. So, George, I know there have been some price surges lately. Maybe you could tell us a bit more about the global picture. Which regions are really driving some of these changes over the, the next 12 months? The chloroquine market is a global market. So what happens in one region has a tendency to impact things in another region. So, for example, right now with uh, what's going on in Europe with very high energy prices, uh, some products, some derivatives, chlorine derivatives, caustic soda derivatives, you begin to see some reduction in demand. And so what we're beginning to see is that region essentially pulling a lot of caustic soda from the rest of the world. So that's beginning to drive prices in Asia as well as driving prices out of the U.S. Gulf Coast. So as the energy prices are maintained high, chlorine derivatives are slowing down, caustic soda derivatives are slowing down. Uh, but as we're seeing in the market right now, the chlorine derivatives are slowing down more quickly than the caustic soda derivatives, which would indicate that Europe as a whole needs to import more caustic soda to meet demand. And as that, re that region continues to see increased demand or maintaining demand levels, uh, we're seeing caustic soda moving from Asia, caustic soda moving from Europe, caustic soda moving out of Brazil into Asia, into Mediterranean as well. So, the market is very much a global market that is very dynamic, and what we're anticipating is with the short supply of caustic relative to chlorine demand, uh, we're anticipating pricing to maintain, if not increase, over the next several months. Great. Thank you for that answer. Now, let me pass it over to Bernard. Asia has a lot of activity going on in related and chloralkali-consuming markets. Maybe you can shed some light on the biggest watch items that listeners should be paying attention to for that region. Yeah, currently what we are looking at, in, uh, we are entering into the cycle uh, of the chloralkali market, where um, the whole the whole market here is supported with a very strong demand. Yeah. And uh, despite what's going, what you see in the market today, you know the uh, the high energy calls and and all the all the uh, conflict that you see and all those things happening in the world, and the demand for caustic remain a very very strong um, in 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 the current cycle or the coagulant cycle. So um, the strong demand, especially on a strong demand in the export market itself, actually helped. To uh to lift actually to to lift the export prices and the domestic prices in most part of Asia actually, and the uh what we are looking at here are the European production issues, the Ukraine Russian conflicts, and all the high energy costs actually, they have actually created an an a window of arbitrage window actually for for the imports and uh into for Asian cargo to. To, to be exported into the European markets. And um, similarly for US Gulf and uh, and in fact, India has become uh, a net exporting countries. And this is, uh, this is something relatively new for India. And uh, we are seeing a significant flow of, uh, of, of, of uh, these materials, uh, cosmetics into from Mediterranean into Europe as well. So with the current 
dynamics we are looking at, um, we are actually seeing some uh, uh, unusual flow of the uh, of, of these export materials around. Yeah, as what George has mentioned, it, it, we are actually it's a very global uh, market, right? Now, um, looking at what's going on right now, and uh, we will continue to see high prices, cosmic uh, soda prices for the next uh, two to three quarters. And in fact, for the next two to three years, we're gonna see that the, the kind of the current price trend will continue to maintain at the current level. Most likely, it will last until um, most likely into 2025, 2026. And uh, this is where we see some uh, the greenfield uh, projects coming up, some expansion projects coming up. This is where it will tilt the supply demand balance in the market. Thanks for that. Certainly a lot going on in these markets. And maybe let's go to you, Denise. Perhaps you could give us a little bit of background. I know you provide a lot of the modeling and data framework support for the 24-month rolling forecast that's part of the service. Tell us a bit about the methodological approach that you you use. Hey, uh, thanks, Lauren. Uh, yeah, so the outlook, I mean, the model takes into account a number of factors. Uh, one of the main factors is energy, you know, given the fact that energy plays a big role in the production of caustic soda. So oil, natural gas, coal, electricity price data are used, uh, depending on the energy source for each of its specific region. Yeah, we, we take into account industry standard data, for example, feedstock cost, catalyst cost, utilities, uh, steam labor, maintenance, and overhead cost. And yeah, the model is also based on different types of technologies used in the production of caustic soda, such as diaphragm and membrane technology. ECU cash costs, uh, electrochemical unit cash costs, margin are one of the main outputs that we generate for the few regions, uh, which are Western Europe, North America, Northeast Asia, and Middle East. We think it's a good complement in understanding the price movement and you know, what to expect from a producer's perspective. As mentioned, using industry standard data and on top of that, having high level industry insights and views from George and Bernard uh, really gives us a good view on how the market is behaving and what challenges producers are facing. Great. And so perhaps one last question to the group. The June launch of the Core Alkali Outlook Service, it's, it's been a long time coming. We've had industry asking us for several years to create this service. Tell us a little bit about the, the aspects of the service that you think are most compelling and most helpful for, for the market. So, yes, thank you, Lauren. I'll, I'll take this question. Uh, we've had a lot of clients uh, asking about uh, an outlook from uh, Argus for, for several years, so it's been a, a challenge for us to get enough uh, yeah, interest and support, uh, as well as internal support to, to launch this product. So, uh, you know, the, the Outlook service, I think, is going to be a great service for a lot of our clients out there. Uh, it will help industry have an idea, you know, where pricing might be moving, at least a, a second party or third party uh, uh, perspective. So some of the aspects of the forecast that, that I think are helpful, again, in providing in, in implications on where price might be moving in, in various different regions. So some Buyers can potentially evaluate, consider, you know, where they might source product from one year versus the next. Uh, so, for example, one thing that's going on in the market right now is U.S. East Coast is very short on su supply of caustic. 
And having an idea of this particular aspect of the market would have given buyers the potential to consider sourcing material from one one region versus another and, and assist them in their purchasing decision purchasing decisions. Yeah, I, I think another aspect of the service that I particularly like is the style of it. It's it's really visually compelling, and I know that um, some of the some of the prospects and clients we've spoken to say they really like to grab the images from it to use for their internal reporting. And the fact that it's hyperlinked makes it really easy to skim and click through to the sections that are relevant, or click and download the data. So I know those are also really, really useful aspects of this service. And I think we've got time for one last question. So um, yeah, Bernard, maybe wanted to check in with you one last time. Any final comments that you'd like to share with the listeners um, about what we can expect to see in the months ahead for, for Chloralkali? Okay, um, for the Chloralkali market and um uh, we are actually entering into the cycle, and as I explained earlier, uh, where I would say that it, it will um, it will favor the producers, the all core producers, where the market is going to see high prices uh, for caustic soda. At the same time, uh, the producers will also have to rely uh, more on the caustic soda for their for their ECU return as well. We're going to see the cycle going on. For the next uh, two three years now, in a shorter term, in a shorter term for the next uh, a quarter or two, um, we're going to see this kind of uh, prices that we see today, and uh, and uh, we maybe with only minor uh, a, a small uh, downward correction, but the uh, the trend you're going to see this kind of trends continue to hold for the next several months. Uh, basically, at this moment. Uh, we are we are seeing a very strong uh, demand uh, for caustic soda in uh, in the market today. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much for that. And it looks like that's all we have time for in this session of Chemical Conversations. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found it insightful. To find out more about the Argus Chloralkali Outlook, please visit www.argusmedia.com forward slash chemicals. 